New on Curiosity Street. Louis B. Mayer, Jack Warner, William Fox. Hollywood was the city of dreams, but the beginnings were a nightmare. You will never work in this town again! It's Titans, the rise of Hollywood. And Merapi, one of the world's most active volcanoes. Can we better predict its next deadly eruption? A new expedition hunts for life-saving answers on exploring the volcano. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the New Heights Show on Education. I am your host, Erica Hansen. So today I'm taking a break from my Viruses versus Bacteria series um, to talk about something that I believe will become an increasing problem as the pandemic goes on. Um, <clears throat> as everybody knows, the unemployment rate, um, at least in the U.S., is pretty high still. Um, and so there's a huge influx of people looking for jobs. And I thought I'd talk a little bit about how this is affecting the disabled worker. Um, so basically, how do you work or find work more specifically while disabled and this pandemic is going on? Um, what are some of the issues going on right now that are unique to the pandemic that are affecting disabled folks? So the most current news release from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, and that was November 6th, states that the current unemployment rate in the U.S. is 6.9%. It notes the increase occurred because businesses were opening back up. Note that the num this number will change um, as businesses are now having to shut down again um, due to the recent spike in COVID cases. Um, again, it's all very nebulous and very changeable day-to-day. Uh, -to -day. Um, businesses are having to shut down and close now again because of the spikes. Previously, um, in October, there were still some businesses open. Um, some businesses, like restaurants, were still having indoor dining. Um, that is not the case any longer. Um, as my certainly in my state, and my understanding is that that's happening now within um, most states. So many people are working from home. Others are only going to the office for a couple days a week. Um, telework has actually been a boon to this disabled in some cases. Now I wanted to mention this because we're going to be talking about telework um, throughout this episode. Um, what this has done. Uh, what COVID has done as far as um, 
the work environment, it's shown us how much work has act, can actually be done at home versus in the office. This is good for the disabled because you have, if you're disabled and you're working from home, you have access to your own medication, your, um, you know, to other um, resources you might need to care for your disability, but you're still working, you're still um, contributing, you're still, um, you know, getting a paycheck. So going forward, um, so again, I mentioned, you know, having access to medication at home, an ergonomic chair or keyboard, if your office doesn't supply that. So, however, COVID-19 has proven that many jobs thought only accessible in a workplace can actually be done at home. Again, as I mentioned, as such, a new discussion is forming around what is a reasonable accommodation and when it should apply, especially after the pandemic. It is estimated that 37% of jobs now can be done at home. Um, this is an interesting statistic. I That was surprising to me um, that 37% of jobs could be done from home. Um, it says a lot. It does. It says a lot about, you know, how we view um, employment, how employment is set up. Um, some of the processes we have in place, you know, are these processes necessary if you don't have to go in uh, to a building, you know, an actual office to perform your job? Um, you know, how does that affect resources or, you know, the company? Is it more effective, less effective to work from home? All of these questions are still being asked um, now, especially since the COVID-19 has created this situation where a lot of people are working from home now. Um, so now the question is, will employers be open to allowing their disabled workers to telework if appropriate. Um, I can see this becoming a sticking point for employers since the pandemic, once the pandemic crisis is controlled. So often providing reasonable accommodations are something an employer is slow to approve, even on a normal, even in a normal scenario. So even without um, the pandemic going on, employers, um, do not really like um, supporting disabled workers um, because they look at it as an extra cost um, and as extra risk um, liability-wise to hire a disabled worker. Um, so again, um, employers mostly do comply with the ADA, but it, it, it's, it's, they more than likely will um, avoid hiring a disabled worker so they don't have to put the extra money and time into researching, you know, accommodations and such. Honestly, I mean, that's just, you know, honestly, there have been studies done on this. I will link to a few of them um, in the show notes. And yeah, it's interesting. 
Um, <clears throat> I'll talk more about this in just a second. Right now we're going to take a break to hear about NHEG's programs and what they can offer. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. And welcome back to the show. Last segment, I was talking about uh, work and the disabled and how COVID-19 has changed that dynamic um, and what may or may not happen going forward. Um, I ended that segment talking about accommodations and <clears throat> employers, um, how they feel about, you know, providing those accommodations to their disabled employees, you know, um, by all means, not all employers are reluctant to do so, um, but a good portion of them um, have been in the past. Um, so a couple more accommodations that may be needed that employers do look at when hiring a disabled individual is, you know, how much time are they going to have to have out of work for doctor's appointments, um, you know, hospital stays, they look at all of that when they when they consider hiring a disabled individual. Um, <clears throat> and I think that has increased um, even with with COVID uh, for a couple reasons. Um, because of COVID-19, many with com compromising conditions such as immune diseases, diabetes, and heart conditions are asking to be able to telework from home to avoid becoming infected. Um, employees, employers fear that more employees will ask to work from home once the pandemic is over, and this strains resources, of course. So basically what's happening um, is folks with um, heart conditions and diabetes and other pre-existing conditions that, especially at this time of COVID, are considered high-risk factors, are actually asking for accommodations, and they are doing so under the ADA. Um, <clears throat> what employers fear at this point, and I'm, I'm not going to go down the road whether this is right or wrong, but um, what they fear at this point is that once the pandemic is over, um, that more people will ask for the, for those accommodations. Um, you know, I, I, there's a quote in one of the articles I will um, link and it's a HR person saying, you know, it's different if, you know, 50 people ask for work at home accommodations and, you know, between that and then what if 500 ask for accommodations, um, again, straining resources, um, that sort of thing, time to negotiate, time to, um, work out the details. 
all of that is, is considered. Um, now here's the thing. This may cause employers not to rehire their existing disabled employees if they have them when the economy becomes stable or to not consider hiring workers with disabilities in the future. Um, not, not only is this a problem for those that are currently disabled, those that acquire disabilities from COVID-19, um, and I'll talk about that in a minute here, um, may also be left out in the cold. So um, as of right now, we still don't know a lot about COVID-19. We do know that it can cause long-term issues such as long-term breathing issues, um, heart issues, kidney issues. COVID tends to attack the organs. So that um, may be a long-term issue. For example, somebody having to be on dialysis um, because their kidneys were damaged by COVID. Um, also, there are studies focusing on neurology and seeing how COVID affects the, uh, the nervous system. Um, again, all of this is very preliminary. Um, although we do know more about COVID than we did um, back when, you know, this first started, we still have a long way to go. And ultimately, there will be more disabled people coming out of this pandemic, um, not less. And these people will have pre-existing conditions. And I think that's something that we need to consider, um, both the economy and just overall as a society. Um, the number of dis disabilities is going to increase um, just due to the fact that even people that have recovered from COVID are suffering these long-term effects. <clears throat> so here's, here's a problem. Um, given that so many people are out of work, um, it increases a disabled person's chance of not being hired. Um, again, being hired as a disabled individual was difficult even before this pandemic. Now you have a whole bunch of people being laid off um, or released and everybody's looking for a job, you know, through no fault of their own. You know, COVID is COVID. It's a pandemic. You can't control when a pandemic decides to show up or what it decides to do. Um, but unfortunately for the disabled worker, that causes a problem because employers have more choice. And based on, again, what I've said before in this episode, um, the challenges employers face in hiring a disabled worker, they are much more likely to hire an able-bodied individual um, for a job, whether or not a disabled uh, worker can do the job. Um, just because they don't want the extra hassle that goes, that they believe goes on with, you know, hiring a disabled individual. Um, I know that there are services out there, um, your Department of Vocational Rehabilitation through your state um, is a good resource to help you out if you're disabled and looking for work. Um, 
again, contact your state programs, SNAP, benefits, TANF, um, you know, all those types of things to help support you while you're looking. Um, I would take a look and see, okay, as a disabled individual, what do I need to account for? How can I best do this job? Um, and what are my strengths? You know, when you go into an interview, uh, play up your strengths. People don't realize that disabled individuals, while they may have some difficulties in some areas, they can be really, really strong in others. Um, so again, definitely, if you are going on an interview, play up your strengths. Um, focus on what you can do for the company because that's what the company is looking for. Um, and hopefully, I can't say things will get back to normal um, because that's, you know, really, it, it'll be a while before things get back to normal. Um, but I hope um, that the government will have a, more safety nets in place for not only the people that are losing their jobs, um, the able-bodied people that are losing their jobs, but the disabled people that are, A, either out of work completely um, <clears throat> or, you know, have been on out of the workforce, let's say, on disability for a while, and want to re-enter the workforce. Um, I think it is a consideration that should be addressed. Um, we'll see. You know, we'll see how that's handled. But I expect that the economy is going to take a beating for quite a while. Um and we'll see, you know, it's, it's really hard to guess at this point what's going to happen. <clears throat> so again, you know, it's, it's kind of got it. Now that I'm thinking about it, I, I'd explain it as kind of having a tiered effect because you already have a disadvantage going in being disabled. Um, and even more so, I think if you have a visible disability, such as, you know, you're using crutches or you're in a wheelchair. Um, that is one aspect where sometimes I do, sometimes I do have an advantage because my um, disabilities are largely invisible. Um, but again, if you're disabled in general, it's hard to find a job. It's, you know, and often the jobs we do find are very low paying. Um, you know, not, not a lot of, well, depending on your disability, you can work in a restaurant. Although again, those are close. So, you know, it, it's a catch 22. Um, but again, low paying jobs for disabled folks, um, disabled workers in general are paid less. Um, in some cases they have been known to be paid under minimum wage. Um, so these are all things to consider when you start looking for a job, especially in an environment like this, um, because you had a, have a lot of able-bodied individuals fighting for the same jobs. And because 
so much is shut down. Um, there is a dearth of a, you know, of jobs out there. So basically you're now competing. Let's say you were competing with a hundred people, um, in regular times, you know, well, now you're competing with like 400 people in COVID times because everybody's looking for work and it's, it's difficult. I'm not going to lie. Um, some people have had success with online work. That's an option for folks that are disabled. Um, again, the work from home option is always a good one. Um, I would suggest that you, um, again, contact your local DVR. They can be very, very helpful. Um, you might want to try if possible, if your disability allows this. Joining networking groups, I know that there are some online that you might want to try. Um, but again, yeah, it's, it's, I'm not going to lie, it's going to be rough. You know, it's, it's going to be rough. So um, I'm going to take a quick break and then we're going to wrap up here. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Welcome back to the show. So as a wrap-up, I'd like to remind everybody that this show is on 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, and 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm always reachable at my NHEG uh, email, which is Erica, H-E-R-I-K-A-H, as in Harry, at um, newheightseducation.org. I'd be interested in hearing from people around the world. Um, how is COVID affecting you? What does the employment situation look like you look like in your country? Um, I am live on Zoom every every show. If you'd like to chat with me on Zoom, please call 1-646-558-8656. That's a United States number through New York, so your long distance charges may apply. Um, our meeting ID for, for Zoom is 465-172. 882. So I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. I thought it was very interesting and something we should talk about. Um, I'm going to leave you with an update from NHEG and I hope everybody has a wonderful week. I'll see you next week. Hello listeners. If you're enjoying the New Heights show on education and want to support or donate to our organization, please visit www.newheightseducation.org. And while you're there, check out our online store at new-heights-educational-group.myshopify.com.
We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings. When Big Mobile charges you an arm and a leg, they're taking your money and your power. And your arm and leg. Boost Mobile gives your power back with an unlimited plan for $25 a month on one of America's largest 5G networks. We can't give you back your arm and your leg because we're not qualified surgeons. Unless you're an iguana who can grow limbs back. Switch to Boost and get an unlimited plan for $25 a month. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. New customers only. One line, $25 per month with auto pay. Additional restrictions apply. See BoostMobile.com for details.